Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast. The only Can't Race for Shed podcast this week that... Oh, hang on a minute. No, I don't, I don't want the Inters. I, I don't want them. No, shut up. Shut up. All right, yeah, I love you too, Mum. Bye. Anyway, this week's podcast is called... And I've forgotten the title now. Good Lord. What did we... We, we didn't have one. <laughs> we'll come up with something, we, we, and that'll be what the podcast is called. Yeah, we had like a couple, but none of them are very good. So, no, we're, we're sticking with the original bit now. Yeah, sounds good. So, obviously, joined by my regular co-host, Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Hello, everybody. Um, it's a Russian Grand Prix uh, podcast, so obviously the Russian Grand Prix happened before, so we will have nothing to talk about, correct? I, d- I think we called it exactly right. We said it was going to be a huge... Hang race. on, hang on. Hang on. What? You said it was going to be boring, as you have no, no, most I... races this season. I called it correctly, and it was it was a stonker. No one needs to go back and <laughs> listen to you the previous You basically session. said every race this season is going to be boring. And that's almost that's because... every one of them, except for maybe Monaco, has been an absolute banger. That's that's just because um, on paper, a lot of the races should have been boring. Yes, it's 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 the season we're having. It's no race is going to be boring from here. I'm calling yeah, I, it. I, 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 no I, I, boring this... races. Oh, I think you've made a mistake. I... <laughs> I feel Even like, Abu I... Dhabi is going to be interesting. Oh god! It can... Yeah, well, if it's a title Quote decider, yeah, yeah. If it... Hopefully, it is. If it's a title decider, it will be interesting. But I think at the moment we've. But, well, does everyone love rain again now? Yes, only. Well, actually, no. I think quite a lot of people hate rain now because it costs Lando the the win. Yeah, I know, but it's like that, I was really conflicted in in that because it was, I'm a Lewis fan, but. Oh, Lando should have won that race. He really should have. Um, and and uh, you know, even as a Lewis Hamilton fan, there's there's no way you can go. Oh, that was fantastic for Lewis. Like I'm really happy Lewis won that race. It's, you you gutted for Lando because everyone likes Lando. Uh, d- don't get me wrong. I'm I'm happy um, from a championship perspective and the fact, but I think he did drive a good race. But Lando. Fully deserved it. He drove a stonker. He pole position, and yep, science got him at the start. But after that, he just went into pure management mode, looking after his tires, fuel consumption. At one point, after he took over science, he was the most consistent lap. He wasn't the fastest, but he was just hitting one forty one, one forty one, one forty one. Within a tenth of a second, I, he just did everything he needed to do except make one decision. Yes, and, <laughs> and, and on that, on that, and uh, I'm going to rip this from. I think it was Aiden Millwood. It might have been someone else. He's just ripping um, off other other people now. What oh yeah, straight up. Um, m- I'd say McLaren are. Not as equal to blame, but they have some blame in it. Someone because... at McLaren got a weather report very wrong. Yeah, it's because, you know, if you listen to the Mercedes team radio, 
they call Lewis in for inters and, in, and Lewis goes, why are we doing that? And they're like, the rain is going to get worse. You need to trust us. Come in, well, take the inters. We promise it's going to get worse. Whereas Lewis... McLaren were like, it might get worse. It's up to you, really. I don't know. How about you? It's like two indecisive women trying to decide where to go for lunch. Lewis still didn't come in the first time he was called in. Exactly. He he stayed out, but to be fair, and I'm ripping this straight from someone else as well, Lewis had the option to do that because he was getting all the information he needed off the back end of Lando's car. Yeah. So, realistically, that I feel for Lando because he was having to make a decision that was a... It was a race win or lose decision. Yeah, and I think for Hamilton anyway, what may have forced his hand is the fact that he was going to do the exact opposite of what Lando did. If Lando came in, Lewis was going to stay out. If Lando didn't come in, Lewis went in, which is what happened. And it ended up just going from zero to 100% rain in absolutely no time flat. Yeah, I would also want to take the time to shut something else down with people saying Max got lucky. No. They they need to go back and find the onboard footage of the lap before Max came in. That wasn't luck. No. He, I haven't seen that and have you not seen it? No, I haven't. I'll I'll go back and watch it afterwards, but he actually I, I, I initially thought, okay, well, he, it, it massively benefited him. <laughs> let's let's call it luck. And then watched the lap and was like, oh, holy shit. Is it what, like massively out of control? No, it's massively under control and just passing people. Oh. And then got to the pits. Max made the right call as well. Same lap as Lewis came in going, now is the time. Yeah. And, and he, he came in and, yeah, so he fully deserved that second place and a great drive. The rain helped, yes, because without it, he would have been back in seventh. And that would have been the best he could yeah. get because everyone in front of him had newer tyres. Everyone had older tyres. So that, <laughs> that was as good as it was getting without the rain. Yeah. But holy shit, did he take advantage of the rain? Yeah, yeah. And and I'm going to do something I'm not used to doing. I'm not I don't really like doing it, but I'm going to be nice to Lewis Hamilton because I believe and this is a, a pretty good case of it. One of the reasons why he has won as many championships as he has is he sees he seems to pull wins completely and utterly out of his dick hole. Uh, take Turkey last year. Absolutely no chance of winning that race for so, so long. And then, you know, whether you say it fell into his hands or not, he drove well enough to come across that finish line first. And this is another example of him and Mercedes working together to pull a win out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, and I think that was probably... What's going think, what's going on with us, just quickly? You you being nice to Verstappen, I'm being nice to Lewis Hamilton. We've 
we've swapped sides. Oh, we God. are Italy. We just are Italy. This is weird. Um, oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what to think about this now. And with that, we must announce it's our last podcast episode ever. We're just we're walking in the ocean now. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd honestly, I'm actually a little bit. I felt right inside. I feel, I feel weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we're doing now, Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, while we're sort of uh, being nice to drivers, you might want to give Max Verstappen a little credit for doing something people said he couldn't do and showing a little patience when he, Leclerc and Vettel were all battling. There was a cheeky gap up the inside. Max sort of thought, I'll have some of that. Leclerc went, oh, no, the fuck you did not. Oh. And nearly put him in a wall. Yeah, actually, there's there's something uh, we, we need to mention. Obviously, whether it is or isn't what Mercedes were intending to do to... Obviously, people are saying, but while well, they changed the power unit in Bottas's car, purely to, to block Max, yeah, yeah, pu- purely to put him there. I I don't necessarily think that's true. I think they had an issue, and it was convenient. Mm. And you know what? If Mercedes did make that decision just to fuck with Max, okay. it didn't work. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like, okay, that's <laughs> this, this is just what the sport has become. It is is finding ways to mess with the other team. So, okay. Yeah. I I'm of the belief because there was no reported damage to that engine. I'm of the belief they did do it <laughs> and it didn't work. Well, that's because it was a plan built on the fact of oh, should we should we do that? Okay, yeah, this is this sounds like a brilliant idea, but no one told the strategist at the time. But this idea was based <laughs> on Bottas doing it. <laughs> That's great. So who do we need who do we need to block Verstappen for us? Oh fuck, it's Valtteri. Yeah. Oh shit. Really? Do we not have someone else? Can we not cheese off Russell's engine real quick? Uh, I think they did. <laughs> they just oh. forgot to do it for the race. Oh. I think they did it in qualifying and just fucking forgot to do it for the race. I what a and like this has been a thing of sort of a long time coming as well, because whenever Valtteri's been up against Max, it's always been on, oh, well, Valtteri's tyres are completely shot. He never stood a chance anyway. Cool. So <laughs> you've now got a Mercedes, which, as Red Bull said, this is a Mercedes track. We are not expecting to do well here. We're going to take an engine penalty because of how bad we're expecting to do. Okay, cool. So... He just slung it up the inside. <laughs> there was no defense. Uh, it was the worst figure I think I've ever fucking seen. He he was on equal tires. Valtteri Bottas in Russia. I'm starting to think, you know what? The call came from James to say let Lewis through. Max <laughs> <Lex> was Lewis. <laughs> no. No, I'm saying, but when that call came through, that wasn't Bottas just bending over and going, all right, yeah, I'll let Lewis through for the championship. (laughs) No, he's just that completely and utterly incompetent. 
how? That's a big call. But how do you fuck that up? Like you, you've been given one job. Can you can you keep Max behind you for a little while, Valtteri? Uh yeah, it's, uh, we'll have. I'm I'm assuming he's slightly Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have a go. We'll we'll see how this works out, and then just nothing. <laughs> nothing. Training on. It was too busy concentrating on him and his uh, manager in the sauna afterwards. Yeah, look, I, I get the fact that it's Max did send it from quite a way back, but come on, at least try. Actually, on that point, I, I've defended a lot less before when uh, you sent it up the inside at Mulsanne from. 12 miles back. But it worked. There was less defence from me. Um, yeah, but actually, could we mention Kimi Raikkonen, P8, from absolutely nowhere? I think he was a benefiter of the rain as well. Doesn't matter, mate. If yeah, I know, I know, it doesn't matter. Alpha. Just <laughs> absolute benefiter of the rain. Um, Danny Rick benefited as well. Yes, but Danny Rick was doing really well and Danny Rick had and I want to get on to this a little later a lot of Don't bad luck with the new robots. pit systems um have I, I really I'm not... yeah it's fine you're back now I don't know if that'll carry on the podcast or where it was just what I was hearing and I'm actually the robot I'm I'm not overly sure I'm a fan of what's going on with pit stops at the moment I'm 100% not a fan Look, because I... it's taken away one of the best, most appealing parts of the team aspect of the of the sport. Look, I, I I like the um, but it's it's now got to be human timing. It, it can't just be robot says that wheel nuts in place, therefore. The car can go. I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. But I don't like the fact now. But there's a button you've got to press on it. But if you press it too soon, because that's beyond human reaction time, so you're just guessing when it's pressed, the whole thing doesn't work. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I don't, I don't. That doesn't feel right to me. I, I'm. Of the, I'm of the opinion it never should have changed in the first place. I think, especially for marketing of Formula One, the sub two second pit stops that Red Bull were doing were, were fantastic for part of the image of the sport. I get people go, oh, well, it was all robots doing it, but you know, you've got NASCAR doing what 14, 15 second V8 supercars, they're about 14, 15 second pit stops. Formula One, oh, we could do it in under two, mate. You know, and you've just taken all of that away. One one of the features of pit stops in Formula One, hey, we have the fastest pit crews in the world. We can do it in under two seconds. Yeah, like I'm and you just completely ruined it. I'm I'm happy with them being able to do it as long as it's it is a natural thing that they can do. If I just don't like the fact, but there's just cars sitting in the pit lane with everyone going button but I pressed button 
what's wrong with button? It, mm. It's just that that I'm not and, okay with. It just seems. A... And I don't want them to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy. Why this year? Why not any other year? Well, You're telling I'm... me Red Bull haven't had that system in place for what at least two or three years. I know, but all obviously... of a sudden Max started taking to, to, to uh, starts taking it to Lewis, and we're like, we have to take something away from them. Pit stops, and I'm not saying it hasn't happened to Mercedes. But everything Mercedes has come up with, das. It's completely legal, but from next year you can't use it. The problem I have with Formula One... I'm going on a really, really good topical rant here. So, am I still a robot? Right, okay. I'll just keep talking. Was hello, bleep blood. I am robot. Am I still uh, a robot or not? No, still, still a robot. robot. We're having, having technical issues. Professionalism. Oh. <laughs> Maybe is it fixed? Hello. Having some. All right, cancel the episode. We'll do a plan like last week. Are you there, Jimmy? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Second. Nope. Not going to. Oh, have we got something? This is going to continue. No. Yes. No. Am I still a robot or what? No. We're, we're, we're going to do the seamless, uh, massively delayed. I think. It's cutting. Never happened. All what's happening. Um. Start <laughs> it. No one will ever know. Because we. Hello. And we're back, and obviously, absolutely seamlessly, and no one will ever know anything happened. Anyway, continuing on. Yeah, you, you, were, you were saying, obviously, about the pit stops, and obviously that changing when, when Max started winning. Um, yes, and I'm not saying that this hasn't happened to Mercedes, too. It, it's happened to Mercedes with, you know, with DAS. It's one of the things I hate about F1. You know, DAS is, is completely legal, but well, you can't use was. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was completely legal. They checked with the FIA and everything. Yeah. We can we can find absolutely nothing wrong with it, but you can't use it next season. And it's one of the things I have a massive problem with in F1 that doesn't happen in MotoGP. And I, I, oh, I, I knew know. you were going to get bikes in this somehow. It's basically F1's policy is if you're too fast, we need to take away whatever made you so fast. And yeah, I hate ge- that. Ge- generally speaking, yeah, that's that is what they do. Um, X wings, F ducks, double diffusers, the fan car, uh, DAS. I 
Two second pits? The reason why they reduced, um, or one of the reasons why, and actually Mercedes have made themselves an issue here, um, funny enough. Uh, the reason that the whole um, new aero concept thing that they obviously brought in for this season, because obviously I Mercedes were having all, well, they, they cut away part of the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's what Aston Martin were whinging about. Yeah, funny enough, that actually came about because um, Mercedes, obviously, fantastically good all-round quick car. No, no one's no one's going to deny that they they had that their way, um, but the they um the tires couldn't couldn't keep up with it and that was an issue right. Pirelli were having so basically the, the the reason it's had to be put to no we're going to have to take some downforce away from everyone is because Mercedes out of everyone didn't want the tyre change they, they know right. their car works very well on these current tyres so Mercedes didn't want the change. A lot of right. the other teams didn't actually want the change in tyres. So the FIA had to go, well, we're just going to have to take some of your downfalls away. That's that's how that works. Yeah, but I, I, look, I get that there's a reason for that one, but you know, it's it's a trend within the entirety of F1 and its history to take away any advantage that a team has that was completely legal at the time. And then they've gone, oh, it's really nice you thought of that. We'll just yunk. We'll just take take that away. Oh, double diffusers. Yep, blown diffusers, X-wings, F-ducks, fan car, DAS, two-second pit stops. I could keep going. I, I really could. It's just constant... We're at the peak of innovation. What's that? You innovated something that makes you a little bit faster than everyone else? Oh, no, you can't have that, mate. Yeah, pre- pretty much. Whereas, you know, in Moto3, um, uh, they started putting rear wheel covers on the on the, well, on the the rear wheels, oddly enough, rear wheel cover on the rear who, wheel. Who would have thought? Of the Hondas. Um, and it looks, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like a time trial bicycle, like on a velodrome. Uh, yes. Yeah. Actual it's, push bikes, like we've been talking about the entire time. Yeah. It's exactly that system. It's the sort of like triangular cylinder. It's like a, like a, like a cone that's been squashed. Yeah. And that gave them, I think about three or four kilometers an hour on the straight advantage, which in Moto3 is massive. The next I, weekend, every I, other manufacturer had a system of their own. I just, I just need to point this out to everyone. Jimmy is talking about push bikes. No, he is. T- it, he is talking about push bikes. There is push bike talk. There has been some slight push bike talk because that's where they got the idea from. There's yes. fucking push bike talk. You all, you all heard it. Jimmy's finally admitting we just like push bikes. No. Yeah. But basically, a team has come out with an idea and it's worked. But instead of taking it away, every other team has gone, fuck, that was a good idea. Let's put it on our bike. 
There's no taking that away. That won't be illegal. It's just part of the innovation. Only thing they took away, and I'm still mad about it, is some of the aero wings on the frame of the bike. Not because of any performance advantage it may or may not have given. It's because the FIA are Italian, and they said it makes the bikes look ugly. It's the only reason those aero wings got banned. Weren't they a bit dangerous as well? They may or may not have come off from time to time, and there was a possibility it could have hit people in the head. A possibility? <laughs> it, it, was, it was possible, but that wasn't was, their main it's concern. Possible it made the bike very, look ugly. It's possible you're being very liberal with how you want... <laughs> Sorry, tell her how it is, Jimmy. Tell it how it is. Uh, MotoGP is better than F1, and Lewis Hamilton, despite his 100 wins, is still a cunt. Which brings us fantastically full circle to 100 wins. Yes, say, and I'm, I'm, I'm very say happy. whatever you like about him. Love him or hate him. 100 I wins. Oh, you might hate him, but that's 100 wins. I, I can't deny that's actually a fantastic achievement to be the first person in a sport that's been running for 70 years to get to 100, despite, you know, the Schumacher era, the Senna era, you know, the Jim Clark era, for him well, to I'd... be the first person to get to that milestone is nothing short of remarkable, unfortunately. <laughs> If yeah, it was I, anyone else, I'd be ecstatic, but because it's him, I am ecstatic. I've, I think that's like regardless of whether he gets an eighth title or not, the fact that he, well, he's clear outright winner in um, qualifying and a hundred wins now is. Is sensational. There's there's no one that even comes close to that. It is. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very very happy that Melbourne is only two of them. I looked at that chart, trying to see if we could sort of slow down the rot, as it were. <laughs> there's there's no rot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Melbourne is only two of Lewis Hamilton's. He's only won there twice. So Baku is only won once, which actually is quite it's not been it's not been on the calendar as long. And yeah. it's I just feel like I'm I'm more than sure that Max is gonna go on to win <laughs> an incredible amount of Grand Prix. Yes. Probably what, what... not a hundred. Especially with Russell, Leclerc, Norris. True, but you used to say Albon, but definitely not Albon. Who the fuck is that? Some Williams driver. God, I bet he looks sad all the time, like someone's beating him. Yeah. Anyway, um, just quickly, you mentioned uh, Lewis and eight titles. Just got a couple of <laughs> gaps to go over. <laughs> so the official oh. Formula One account posted after Russia that Lewis, Lewis Hamilton was a. Uh, it's an eight-time world champion. Yeah, and they had like full prepped photos and everything. 
we've they've used that photo before. I don't know who screwed this up so badly, but they have used that photo before. <laughs> um, I think when he won his seventh title, they used that one. <laughs> so, can we, if if Lewis does eventually win the championship this year? Can we say that F1 is as scripted as, say, WWE? I don't want to hand that one to you, but at the same time, I'm going to find it pretty hard to argue it. (laughs) And the other gaffe, which I put in motorsport chat, which actually really, really caught my ear and I went, hang on, is in qualifying, I think, uh, they were talking about Valtteri Bottas, and then all of a sudden he's in the Mercedes this week. George Russell will be in it next week, and I went, "Hang on, what's happened here that I don't know about?" I, you know what, I would have believed it if it came in after the race. I would have been like, "Yep, yeah." That, that's some people would be on, "Yep, get him in the car next week, absolutely." Yeah, after, well, after his. Staunch defence of of Max Verstappen. God, un, unbridled how talented that man really is. Russell's defence was brilliant. He had the DRS train going, and Bottas was in a DRS train. He was, <laughs> and Max that still, like anyone else, possibly would have defended that and actually. <laughs> You know, <laughs> done a job Dead. of defending that. Oh, actually, while we're speaking of defending, that's reminded me. Uh, Fernando Alonso's cheeky turn two antics. Apparently, you he practiced this? it. Yeah. No, apparently. there's no apparently. He definitely practiced it. Didn't break for turn two and came flogging through that runoff area. Yeah, it, it, there wasn't even an attempt. Apparently, no. he did give the positions back. Because I immediately looked at the telly and just went, the fuck? There's, it was absolutely cheeky as fuck. Yeah, he just... Borderline just, yeah. cheating. Yep, this is fine. I, 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 his comment <laughs> afterwards was weird as well. What? Everyone else Something is cheating, like- so, so am I. Which to is be really fair. rich coming from him. Yeah, but to be fair, it's a good point. <laughs> you know, if you give these guys an inch, they will take a mile. And apparently, Fernando will take the runoff at turn two. I know, but that was massively premeditated. And, well, I. <laughs> I should have gone with. <laughs> should have gone with, I knew my brakes would fail. <laughs> yeah, at least tried to cover up being a twat. <laughs> It was brilliant, though. It was of all the cheeky shit that was among the cheekiest. I just, I just can't believe he's just completely gone away with it. Just, yep, cool, done, thanks, bye. Yeah. Um. Have you been watching F three at all? Actually, I feel like that's something we should mention. Uh there was something in F three that I wanted to mention. Yes, Jack Dewan, also known as Antery Bottas. Didn't, uh, didn't let his yeah. teammate through? Yeah, yeah, oh, good. We are talking about oh, the same story. Technically, he did. His teammate messed up slightly and he took the position back. 
So what happened was, I, I can't remember his first name, probably can't pronounce it even if I could remember it. Uh, Novalak, his teammate, was a lot slower than Jack Doohan. Uh, but they had to get a, I think they had to get a one-two for the team championship and third and fourth place were closing in. So what they asked to happen was for Jack Doohan to let a slower driver through being his teammate and then just defend the fuck out of it. Yeah, I, and, I, I heard the team radio afterwards of him basically going, I'm a racing driver. I race driver. for myself, yeah. I yeah. race for myself, and the team's sort of pissed off that he won. But, you know, you're asking him to literally let a slower driver through and then try and defend from two guys that are rapidly catching. Yeah, plus... I hate to say, F3, like, I know everyone's... like There is a certain amount of show bigger teams that you can play the team game and you're willing to sacrifice and all that, but if his, if the other guy's not in the championship or like for an absolute title fight, you haven't you don't owe him anything. Yeah, that, that, that is the other point that people are going with is is the championship, the drivers' championship anyway, was already decided before that race. Yeah, I hate to say so that, like, maybe, but yeah. To to me that that would have been like McLaren asking Danny Rick to pull over and and let Lando through last race at Monza. Yes, but no, because Lando was actually quicker than Danny, whereas no, Novak no, but... was much slower than Jack Doohan. No, but what I mean, is, um, the championship fight. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. There, there isn't a championship fight there for them, except obviously they're trying to beat Ferrari. But they still would have got the same result. But that, that, that would have been as if asking Danny to move over and yeah. let Lando win because we want Lando to win this race. It, it just seems backwards and dickish. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah... Uh... Jack Dylan's new nickname is Entery Bottas. Yeah, on, on the other hand, maybe they just need to get themselves a James Fowl. <laughs> Jack, it's James. Yeah, it's, James is great <laughs> at getting people to move. Well, no, according to your theory, he's not. Well, no, Bottas is incompetent. Yes. Like, he, well, that's your would, theory, anyway. he would have listened, but... <laughs> He was or it was just shit, and Lewis had already overtaken him whilst he was trying to digest the information that he was given oh, of yeah, pulling the fuck over. He was responding to the team, and he's gone, "Oh shit, he's already passed." Yeah, yeah. And now afterwards, they were like, "Oh, yeah, cheers, F- thanks a lot, Valtteri. You've you've done a real solid job there. You've really helped us out." He's like, "Yeah, sure. I, that, that was I definitely did that on purpose." Yeah, can't let these guys think I'm that shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've I've tried to do a lot of Bottas defending recently, just because I don't think he's inherit. He's not a bad driver. No. Although I'm I'm compelled to say he might be now. He's still not a bad driver, but he's lower than average. 
Yes, but he wasn't when he came into that team. No, no, he has been he has been fairly well broke, which I think is a combination of the team and the fact that like you, you are going up against Lewis Hamilton. That's yeah. that's not an easy ride. No no one has ever had a good time of that. Only no. two only <laughs> only two people have ever beaten him in F one as a te- as a teammate, and that was Jensen Button and Nico Rosberg. Yeah. And Nico only managed it um the once. Here we go. Of... What what were we here we going? No, oh, I thought you were going to go. Oh, it was it was Hamilton's engine blowing up in Malaysia, and Nico didn't deserve the championship. And Nick, typical Nick, Hamilton dickhead fan stuff. Nico won the world championship. There's nothing I could say that takes that away. He did everything he needed to to win that championship. Engine blowing up is engine blowing up. It happens. Yeah, people have lost championships for less. Oh yeah. Like Lewis in 2007, where he lost it by one point. <laughs> Damn you, China. Or Felipe Massa in 2008, where he lost it by, what, one point or half a point? Uh, one, one, one point. Yeah. <laughs> the most the most painful one point anyone has ever seen. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what else happened in the race other than obviously McQuip at the start of the podcast from Obanto Boris? Not, not much really. Was... There was a lot of DRS training. There was a lot of battling. There was actually like multiple battles at once. The TV yeah, the... direction was straight. Oh god! You know what we've missed? What? <laughs> the incompetency that is Lance Stroll. Incompetency. I'm not. No, Lance Stroll. Okay. Well, mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm on. I'm are, on are board now. Have, yeah, have yeah, you, yeah. Have you settled into your new role? <laughs> <laughs> you mean when he basically tried to see if he could make an Aston Martin pancake? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You, I've, I've, to be honest, I actually think that was Vettel's fault. You would, though, actually, because you thought Monza was Verstappen's fault. So, actually, I, I, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that makes you sense. That, yeah, no, no, I've got a reason. <laughs> I've got a theory behind it. Fucking Ed Stevie Wonder. <laughs> no, no, there's it's a solid theory behind this. Edward Charles, as it were. No, no, it works. Obviously, Vettel was trying to overtake, overtake Stroll. Oh yeah, guilty, guilty. As soon as you try and overtake someone in Formula One, guilty. No, no, not even that. He was trying to overtake Stroll. Does he not know who pays his fucking bill? (laughs) This is. But at Fuck Monza, it. when Stroll tried to overtake Vettel, he knocked him off and cost him like six positions. Again, who's paying Vettel's wages? <laughs> that, was Bond. Ve- that was Vettel's fault. When Vettel Actually, tries to overtake Stroll, who went off track, came back on. That's that's Vettel's fault. <laughs> 
And obviously, it was Gasly's fault as well, because rich people don't make mistakes. <laughs> Poor people do when they try and capitalise on them. And it's really weird to think that in Lance Stroll's world, Vettel is poor. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, yes, actually, technically, good point. Um, so what, you're saying every time Mick Schumacher overtakes Nikita Mazepin, that's a mistake? Well, I'm just going to take a moment to point out the fact that with no engine issue in sight, Mick, we need to pull over the car, please. <laughs> yes, but but that's that's no engine issue in in our sight. I think that's suspicious. But at the Russian Grand Prix <laughs> couldn't have the Russian finish last, could we? <laughs> what you? They've retired the car just so that Mazepin wasn't last. Look, at this point, Mazepin is 21st in a 20 driver in a 20 driver championship it's as hilarious as that is actually there's no counterpoint for that that's just hilarious yeah um <laughs> i'm sorry uh... but he's i genuinely think that they might like let's face it has aren't going for points they know they're coming last in the championship They've just been fucked over by Williams. They're even confused looking at themselves going, we used to not be the worst team in F1 and Williams was worst. I'm just struggling to remember who the 21st driver is. Am I... Kubica. Oh, of course. Duh. Yeah, Sorry. Robert, Robert Kubica. And he's... He's in front of Mazepin in the championship. He's only so, done one race. So a bloke with, like, no functioning legs. No, no, Kubrick has got functioning legs. Barely. He lacks a functioning arm. Yeah. So, so half a man, half a bloke, is still faster than Nikita Mazepin. Yes, the, the, the man that... And to grant, he was driving... A, Alpha, as opposed to a Haas. But this is the man that has spent a long while outside of F1, obviously came back for a bit of a stint. Everyone was very happy, but it didn't work out, sadly. He has definitely lost lost Because he was driving Anne Williams, that even George Russell couldn't get out of P19. Yes. Actually, another good stat for you. George Russell... You know, Williams has outqualified Lewis Hamilton twice in the past three races. Yes. Bring on 2022. Fire James Vows and then bring on 2022. <laughs> I, I think we're pretty. I, like, I get the feeling we're going to get the same issue we get every time there's a big aero rejig. Someone well, has to somehow going to be fastest. I, I don't think quite that's going to happen. <laughs> At least if, Mercedes if... were winning races, a couple of them, in 2013. If Haas get the new regulations that, that much right, 
and then team orders their way to Nikita Mazepin winning the Drivers' Championship. I'm telling you now, that would absolutely happen. If if that happened... Oh, yeah, they'd team orders the fuck out of it. I get the feeling Mick would just... No. Yes, and, and get... then you'd find... You'd find Mick had a terrible skiing accident somewhere in Russia. Oh, yeah, that that would be a thing. He'd ignore it once, and then Dmitry Mazepin and all of his mates would take him up to the top of a mountain, strap a pair of skis on him, and just throw him down unconscious. Yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah. It's, it's not someone, like, his dad's been in meetings with Putin. Yeah. That's terrifying. How, how do you explain this, Dmitry? Well, a ski accident runs in family, <laughs> no? <laughs> Must have got it from father. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> God, we'll move on back to F1 because that's why are we still making these jokes? Because <laughs> shock humor is, is what gets what gets all the views. Anyway, oh, also, also, no one's told us to stop making them. I'm pretty sure Odd has, but we don't care about Odd's opinion on what's funny and what isn't. I've never heard Odd say I can't make jokes about vegetables. <laughs> Stez has said I can't. <laughs> Definitely getting cancelled. That's that's a two part joke that <laughs> Definitely getting cancelled. <laughs> oh, oh! <that's... laughs> See, this is the norm. This is the part of the. This is normally the shit that we get said before we start recording. Yeah, that's the type of joke that we we'd waste, and then we try and replicate it in in the podcast, like I tried to last week, and it just wouldn't work. No, don't. <laughs> like it's. It... We've we've started actually for those of. <laughs> For those who don't know, we've started a new recording technique where basically as soon as we hop in, there's no production meeting or anything. There's nothing like that. We just get in and start recording because for the past two or three weeks, we've got all of our good jokes and good material out when we're just talking to each other. And I want to say we were very funny. <laughs> we were, <laughs> We were, but <laughs> no one was there to hear it. Um, it's, it's been the thing because we we obviously did used to have a like a little shared notes thing um, that we had. I've, I've stopped using that. Yeah, I know you. Well, we, we well, yeah, because you stopped having an iPhone. Yes. I don't know why you decided to be a peasant, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you you made that decision. It was obviously a conscious life choice, uh, which is fine. Uh, yes, it was also the fact that I wasn't willing to fork out thirteen hundred Australian dollars for a new phone. Everyone knows that's two jam jars and a packet of crisps. <laughs> you made no, up mate. money. No, mate, I could buy an entire Joey for that much. Do you have a Joey? Uh, I had one for dinner. 
Oh, fair enough. How do they taste? They actually taste really good. I know kangaroos may taste really good. I wasn't aware their babies tasted good as well. No, you can't eat joeys. That's you just can't. Why not? It's not like view. You can't have joey meat. That's you can't. Really? Yes. Who said? The government. And uh, oh, was it A D N Z? I honestly thought you Australians were cool. No, A F S A F S N Z. Do I do I know them? No, it's basically our version of the FDA. I still don't understand why they get to tell me I can't eat baby animals. Because they set all the food standards. You guys are allowed to eat crocodile. Uh, that's delicious too. Crocodile jerky is rather delicious. Yeah, and is... Stez has switched off now at this, this point. Is, this is why I don't get. stop listening. Why? That's fine. I actually did this to make Stez stop listening. That's you can you can also eat emu. Yeah, fine with that. Big chicken. It, it does not taste like chicken. Big turkey. I've never had turkey actually. What? Yeah. What do you guys Christmas eat for Christmas? Turkey, ham. Christmas turkey isn't a thing here. We have um, like a big uh, roast ham or roast pork. Well, yeah, we have that on Christmas Day as well, but we also have turkey. Nah. That and I know what? the jokes are coming. Um, prawns. I get that one. You, you live in a no. very hot country and you're all very stupid. <laughs> really? Stupid. You, yes, you really live in a at co- Christmas. Like, what you is, live in a country where it fucking rains all the time and you just haven't moved yet. It well, could be guess, worse. We could live in Scotland. Guess what it did today? Did it rain? It actually did a little bit, yeah. Did you get your convertible out? No, no, no. See, we had some really funny convertible content, but we used it all on each other, so... Yeah. It wasn't funny when we did it in the podcast. No, that was the joke I tried to replicate last week, and it just didn't come off that well. It was no. funny when I said it the first time. Even Ed will tell you it was funny. It was funny. He was funny. Once. <laughs> it happened. We we can confirm, <laughs> but it happened. That's the only time, though, so... Yeah. It's the... But yeah, so we've we've obviously decided. But yes, if the Haas in two two thousand twenty two is competitive, and it could win a championship, Mick Schumacher is having an unfortunate skiing accident because that's the only way <laughs> that Nikita Mazepin is going to beat him over a season. Yeah, actually, or, do you know what they might do? Well, I assume they, they just might look sack at... him and. Bring in no, no, no. Mahat, Murat, the, whatever his name is, the one that Mahavir Ragunathan. I was yeah. going to say they're going to look like blokes. Uh, look at blokes like you and me, people who could not possibly beat Nikita Mazepin. I, I think we could. I, I'm not so sure. I'm a little bit out of shape. I'm working on it currently. 
Have you but, uh, recently sexually assaulted anyone? Uh, that depends on who you ask. If you ask any normal person, no, no, I have not. If you ask a feminist or someone who constantly posts to their Facebook wall that everyone's racist and everyone's sexist, yeah, probably. Okay. I may have looked at a female in the past 24 hours. Right. Well, excluding your very obvious and clear sexism. Yes. Oh, yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> it just makes you a better person. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll go on record as saying I have not intentionally sexually assaulted anyone. Good good to know. I'm I'm actually happy to, to know that. <laughs> there we go. You you've heard it here first. Jimmy has never intentionally sexually assaulted anyone. Yeah. Hey can you just look at your wife for me? Looking at her. Yeah, there you go. You've just sexually assaulted someone. God damn <laughs> <sighs> Because she didn't consent to you looking at her, mate. That's that's what it is. Well, okay, everyone. You... There you go. Yeah, Ed, Ed is a sexualist. I'm, I'm a terrible deviant. <laughs> uh, all I can do is apologise to the podcast. You are you are now in the same category whether you like it or not as Nikita Mazepin. <sighs> Well, what 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 can I say? I've 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 no defence to this. I am just the worst. Yeah. It's, so it's at you. this point I'd like to I'd like to tell everyone that profits from this particular episode of the podcast will go directly to getting Sam counselling. Yeah, because I'm I'm a bad person. You're a bad person anyway, but your actions recently have been despicable. Yes. Yes, you apparently. looked at her without her, without her consent. In How do you def- think that makes her feel? Sexy, <laughs> sexy assaulted, maybe. <laughs> We've I gone don't under- massively I don't, off track. I don't understand the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you need to educate yourself, clearly. <laughs> uh, Go on Facebook. And find someone with red or blue hair, and they'll let you know. Okay, brilliant. I, I will jump straight on there. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> how did we even get there? Uh, Nikita Mazepin. Mm. Sexual assault. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Anyway. What, uh, sexual assault? Did you want to hear more? No, 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 no! I think we should move on from sexual assault. Yeah, I don't, I don't think have we got really got anything. We've got people who can get fucked. There has been obviously people have made some suggestions on this one to to the podcast about people that can get fucked. Yeah, I didn't read any of them. Do you have them on you? Um, I think generally because it's it, it's British people that. have Obviously, sent over the who can get fucked this week. Oh, I, can I take a guess? Go, go it's, on. It's anyone who's filled up their car with petrol at all, ever. To to an extent, 
<laughs> yes. I don't know what Australians have heard about this. I um, how much information you're privy to. I think there was uh, there was a shortage, or no, not a shortage. There was a supply chain error or something from one of the big companies, and basically the media has gone, now there might be a shortage for a little bit, maybe a day or two as a result of this, and everyone's gone, holy fuck, I need to fill up now, and now there actually is a shortage because people were panicking about there maybe being a shortage, and now no one could get anywhere because there's no fuel. Okay, so almost. Um, pretty much there, um, BP, um, if you've ever heard of oh, them, you might have done. BP have, BP have never done any sketchy shit ever. No, no. They just tried to turn um, the Gulf of Mexico um, a new colour. <laughs> and that's fine because it was an accident. Was it really, though? That they didn't make a movie about. <laughs> which is fun. It's all fine. They just have wanted you seen... to have a new colour in the sea. Have you seen the South Park episode on this? I think I might have done, but a very long time ago, and now I can't remember exactly, but I know it's... I know it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but... Anyway. Yeah, um, anyway, so as you were. B- BP are the only company that have had a problem. Um, basically, they, they just don't have enough lorry drivers to supply every single one of their carriages. So they were just going to shut a few until they sorted this problem. We're also moaning at the government that they should solve the problem. Um, What the media heard was fuel issues for BP, that BP garages will be closing, at which point, and after the whole COVID thing, can any of us really be surprised after everyone brought all the fucking toilet roll and everything, and really showed solidarity and good British spirit by all sticking together. No, everyone rushed to the petrol stations, and <laughs> there were people pictured filling up six to ten jerry cans of extra fuel. There was people going there and just putting like a tenner just to top their car up to full. People that literally do 10 miles a week were filling up with petrol and diesel. Can I just say, and this makes me a little bit, a little bit proud. You, you at least did better than the Americans because there was an American fuel panic by stage. And instead of people putting in a tenner or filling up multiple Jerry cans, people were filling up large plastic bags, Yeah, a washing basket. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if those things started happening over here. Honestly, there there is no fuel crisis. There is plenty of fuel. We just well, lacked a anymore. few lorry. No, not anymore. <laughs> now there's no fuel. Now there's a fuel crisis. But there's still there's still plenty of fuel sitting at the depots. But no company now can meet the fucking demand. <laughs> there's no fuel anymore and that's gonna that's gonna cause further panic buying pretty much at the moment my my <laughs> local community 
page on Facebook, which is I to be honest, I'm only on it because it's fucking hilarious. Some of the stuff that gets posted in this thing <laughs> has basically become a where has fuel. <laughs> is people either asking, does this garage have fuel? Or someone posting up, so-and-so garage does have fuel. So-and-so garage is now closed because they've run out of fuel. Literally about an hour after anyone says anywhere has fuel, that garage is then closed. <laughs> because it's ran out. It's hang on, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I've had an idea. Can you fix our fuel crisis, Jimmy? No, 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 oh, no. Shit. I just want I just want to say that um due to some issues in the supply chain there will be a shortage on this podcast. Yes. Money we would will fix not be it. able to, to meet yeah, we will not be able to to meet the demands of this podcast uh as regularly as we would probably hope to. Uh so if you could all start panic buying this podcast, we'll start yeah. charging what, five P? Yeah, that'd do. 5p, uh, panic buy away, lads. Interestingly, there obviously have been businesses that have taken advantage of this. Um, the price of jerry cans no. have gone up by over a thousand percent. And you mean like the price of face masks has gone up from like a dollar fifty to ten bucks, twelve bucks, fifteen bucks a pack? Yeah, and obviously, some people have been fucking hilarious with the whole thing. Um, so a pub has put outside beer shortage. Panic by here. <laughs> it's exactly what we've just done. <laughs> um, and obviously there's been lots of sheep jokes and, and all that, but yeah, something that isn't a problem has become a massive problem. Uh, as an Australian with a, with a friend from New Zealand, I am very good at sheep jokes. <laughs> No, we need them over here in the UK at the moment because it is honestly, it th- there's no fuel shortage, but no one's got any fuel. It's fucking ridiculous. It honestly, yeah, the, the whole situation sounds pretty bad. Ah, he did it. He, he got it in there. So <laughs> just yeah, pe- just like a Welshman and a sheep, he got it in there. People that panic by fuel are are those that can go fuck themselves. But the problem is. The panic buying causes not panic buying, panic buying. If that makes sense. So people who weren't panic buying initially yes. are going, oh shit, there actually is going to be a fuel shortage. I need to top up my car. Yes. So normal um, people who aren't fucking morons are now concerned that there's going to be a fuel shortage because of the morons. And that see- further compounds the problem. This could have an effect on my work. Luckily, I managed to film a tank up on Monday. But Mate, it I... could have an effect on the BTCC. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> they're, they're, Sorry, lads, no fuel. They'll be all right. But yeah, I usually in the normal week, I have to fill up twice. M- my job is driving around Norfolk and Lincolnshire and Suffolk. That's my job. I have to drive lots of places. I'm going to be out again by Friday. Like, Luckily today, I had one job to do in one place and I was there all day, so the van didn't really go too far. 
but by the end of the week, I won't have fuel again. Uh, so, uh, do you know who's really laughing at the minute? Europe? No, I was going to say Tesla. Oh, yeah, no, those guys are having a good good laugh at everything. Um, they're enjoying themselves. Um, also, um, the other thing the British government has done, obviously, we had that little thing called Brexit. Don't know if you heard about it. Um, basically, you decided you'd like to make your life a lot worse very quickly. Yes, that was a decision we made. So, um, obviously, part of that what? was stricter... Hang on. Sorry, was was it like a public vote thing? Yes, there was a public vote. <laughs> right, so you can't go, this is all Boris Johnson's vote, or, this is all Boris Johnson's fault, you voted for it. Yeah, Actually, see, wasn't that... See, wasn't how, that... This is where it starts getting a little bit political, but what I will say is there was what was called a Remain campaign and um, the Brexiters, um, and basically, or the Leave campaign. And the Leave campaign might have spent a lot of money on lies. A lot of money on lies. Yeah, it turns out you can just spread misinformation and idiots will do it. Very yeah, you just do it, over, you just do it over Facebook. Yes. But... With, like, the headline, people have been racist to Lewis Hamilton. People yeah. will click on it. That, that it was, yeah, that, that I'm not, I don't want to get into the political aspect of that side of things. But yeah, there was a hell of a lot of misinformation put out there. Not and... from politicians. I know. No. And no. Yeah, it's weird. And really? obviously they they played heavily into the fact of, well, if you vote leave, we'll shut the borders. Didn't, <laughs> didn't really work. What they actually ended up doing was We tried that. <laughs> yeah, well your system's better than ours. Um no. <laughs> have you heard of a guy named Tony Abbott yeah I have actually that name does ring a bell yeah he basically got to be prime minister because he was going to be really tough on asylum seekers turns out he was too tough and his policies meant a lot of people drowned Ah, see this is the thing this is where the misinformation started because basically a lot of the people that were coming over from Europe, because as a European citizen of everyone being in Europe, you have the right to settle in a European country. It's, you can do that. Obviously, with them shutting or leaving the EU, that was the thing. But, oh, well, people won't be able to come over and steal our jobs. It's like, well, actually, they wouldn't have been coming over here if there were or weren't jobs. Maybe if the English were doing the jobs. But a lot of them weren't. So there was never a case where they were coming over and stealing the jobs. It was just something people that sit on benefits like to say. Actually, if you if you need a job, I know where there's there's jobs going. Uh we we have some. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the the issue wasn't the fact, but it, the people that were complaining, it, it was it was all built on fear, and basically the British government says, "Fine, we'll we'll stop that from happening," and. Partially, they succeeded in stopping the lorry drivers from coming over yeah. here. And here we go. I, <laughs> and now there's jobs at PP going. Yeah, and 
Yeah, so that that this is, this is basically what's formed the issue. But the British government decided to fix this by offering um, five thousand temporary visas to lorry drivers from places like Poland and other countries, and they might have turned around and gone, "Are you fucking kidding?" <laughs> Actually, mate, do you want do you want to job with BP? Yeah, he's a lorry driver. Yeah, actually, you can you can come over to to the UK and we'll we'll pay we'll, we'll pay you in Max Verstappen merch. Yeah, and th- this is the kicker. The plan was to have them over here, sort out the fuel crisis, make sure there was food on the shelves for Christmas, and then kick them out them just off. before, literally Christmas Eve. <laughs> off you fuck. <laughs> Thanks for that. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So obviously that's gone down. Swimmingly, like a fat kid on a seesaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we're still fucked. People are panic buying fuel constantly, and at this point, oh. even the companies that do have sufficient lorry drivers to normally provide fuel now can't because every time a petrol station gets a sniff of black gold, <laughs> it it is emptied. So yeah, people that are paying, oh. buying fuel can get fucked. <laughs> God, I'm not gonna make any more. I'm not gonna make any more comments on on the pol- politics thing. And uh, like, I I I don't want to get into a political thing with people. I I don't want this podcast to become that. Yeah, politics are a lot like religion. Whatever side you pick, it's wrong. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, especially the side that fucks small children and um, boys. That's fucking all of them. <laughs> yeah, true. So I, I don't know if you know the Muslim prophet Muhammad married a twelve-year-old. Get in there, my son. It's as grass on the pitch. Play ball. <laughs> so uh, Gandhi slept with a lot of uh, underage children. To be fair, he had the body of one. Because he didn't eat, mate. Yeah, uh, sorry. But what it was. Couldn't manage a, <laughs> a, a woman. He, he was far too small. <laughs> so yeah, every religion abuses kids, every politician lies, and every moron on Facebook says, sees the word shortage and immediately makes sure that there is a shortage. And every Can't Race for Share podcast will go off on a tangent. Yes, all of them. All of do them. We really you, need. Yeah. Have, have you got we need like a referee or something. Uh, no. Yes, but we've already covered it. I went to work this morning, as you know, some people usually do. It's dumb. And no. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I've lost it now. Anyway, and the amount of people that were cutting in front of lorries, like massive semi-trailer type lorries, for just no reason. It wasn't like they needed to get into a gap. Oh, you idiot. No, I've just run myself out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, guys, play cricket whilst podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the amount of people that were uh, 
cutting in front of lorries for no reason, not like they needed to jump over to the left lane to exit the freeway or whatever. They just got in there because reasons. The amount of times I had to see lorries jump on the brakes was actually quite disturbing. I, I don't know how many times we need to go over this. I don't know how many times we need to say this. And I don't think, I pray to God, I know there's some BMW and Audi drivers out there. Do oh, watch not. Yourself. Watch yourself. Do not cut in front of a lorry. They will not stop. Hey. It's not because they don't want to. They can't. Sometimes being murdered by a lorry is fun. Look, there's times in my life I would I have wanted to be murdered by a lorry, but I would still never cut in front of one. You should try it. It's it's very cathartic. It's it's lovely. Coming coming <laughs> from the German saloon car driver. <laughs> uh, I think we all I think we all know I'm a bad person. No one was questioning yeah, but, that, Jimmy. Yeah, but you were redeemable until you started driving an Audi. How was I redeemable before I started driving? I've drove BMWs before that. Okay, you redeemable before that. When you drove, I'm going to guess, a Ford Cortina or a Ford Escort. At uh, some have... point, every English person has owned a Ford Cortina or a Ford Escort. Nope. No? Never owned one. What was your first car? Uh, was um, so as you, I don't know what you guys would call it directly. Over, over here, they're a Vauxhall Corsa, so it would have been an Opal small car. Uh, it would have been a what? A small Opal. An Opal? Yeah, no, but... yeah we, we don't have those here. No, you you mean a Holden Corsa? Yeah, whatever the. Small Holden with a bit. Actually, I think it's a Holden Barina. Yeah, I don't know what you guys call it. I don't know if you guys have the Barina in there. It looks exactly like a Corsa. Yeah, if yeah, then that that that's what that was our thing. Um, I had one of those as my first car. Not not probably the one you're looking at. Mine was much older. Oh, so it wasn't like bubble-shaped. Uh, yeah, but the older version of the bubble-shaped... Um, oh, God. I can't remember what year my first car was. She were old. <laughs> like, not power-steering um, sort of levels of old. I'm, I'm gonna go... It was probably older than me. Uh, what year were you born? 1999. Yes, it was older than you. Ed's first car was older than me. Yes. Ah, oh, that just fills me with fills me with a great bit of pride. That just to make people feel old. It's my new thing. What making people feel old? <laughs> yeah, I like doing it. <laughs> okay, that's that's an odd like fit. Oh, more to you. Whatever makes you happy, but that's that's an odd thing. No, because uh, make old feel old too. So it's not really an odd thing. Makes most of the Discord feel old. Yeah, except for Gunner. Gunner makes me feel old. 
That's because he's like three and a half years old. Yeah, but with the voice of like a 35-year-old pack-a-day smoker. Artie yeah. I could deal with. Artie being younger than me was not an issue. Gunner being younger than me with the voice that he has. <laughs> that was a concern. <laughs> he, he, he went through puberty very early. <laughs> he came out. He came out of the womb munching on an Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't think he'd deny it either. I don't no, no, think... no. If you're listening, mate, we we love you, but fucking hell, you've got a deep voice for a child. Yeah, good, good lord. You, sh- you should start doing like movie preview voiceovers. Oh, it'd be great in a that. world. He'd be awesome at it. Um. Anyway, uh, I know you're jealous. I can't drive in the spec series. Unfortunately, I don't know if you saw my message. Yeah, because you you're incompetent. I'm not incompetent. No, <laughs> my boss is. No, no, no. Let's stick with the and narrative. I like you're incompetent. My my boss and the client that we're currently. God, I've got to try and pick a word without making it sexual. Uh, the client we're currently... Nah, servicing doesn't work. Nah. The people we're doing the work for. Okay. Um, they basically... This is like the third time they've decided in the last week of a contract that they'll extend the contract by another month. So they've extended it four times. And every time it's been within like three days of the contract expiring. Which means you don't get to come race in the spec series. Yes, correct. Which is quite terrible because I quite like beating you in, in cars you like. I don't think it's ever happened though, has it? Beat you in the F2004. True, but I did have issues. That were resolved. Your own, your, your own incompetence. Yes. And then I resolved them and I got back back to doing the winning. Did you really, though? Yeah. You won at Spa and that was it. I thought I have two wins. No. I'm sure. I think I might have had a second win. Spa not, and I'm somewhere so else. Oh. Sure. Uh... No, Rock won it. Rock had three wins. I had three wins. You had a win. Bands had a win. Dizzy had one win. Okay, I thought I had two. Oh, it doesn't. I think. Because we were all annoyed that Dizzy had one win and still somehow walked away with the title. I thought Dizzy had no wins. Oh, fuck, he might have had no wins. I reckon you might have had a second, actually. Yeah, I think I got two. Fuck, that pisses me off even more. Yeah, because I think that was the issue with everyone's issue with the whole point system thing. Yeah, because they stole my point system that I tried to do when I had two races no, a no. weekend. No, 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 no. They stole mine from Rallycross because my championship was really, really close and basically always came down to the last season, which was basically just doing a one-point gap constantly. Right. Um, but the only I think problem I is... nicked it for the 
for the Karen series. Yes, but it, it obviously because there was two races. Yeah, but it, it worked in that sense in the same way it worked for Rallycross because there's multiple races. Therefore, the, the gaps can be there and it keeps yeah. it close. Whereas it doesn't work when there's a single race because it means you can win a series without actually doing any winning. As Dizzy showed us. Yes. Still not over it. That's probably the one where finishing second hurt the most. Because you've done the most I finishing think. first? No, yeah, Rock and I were equal. Oh, actually, no. The, the F3 championship where I lost on countback, that one hurt the most. Oh, yeah, that was Rock's fault, wasn't it? Because we, I, I thought the general idea and what everyone was talking about is we'd have a race, like a two-man race over like two or three laps around a track and whoever won that took the championship. And then at the last minute, Smokey decided, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do a countback, mate. So that one hurt the most. F2004 has hurt the second most. McGann's hurt. RSO1's hurt. Would the McGann have hurt less if I was in that series full-time? Yeah, if you came and wiped the floor with me as you did pretty much every round, and if I didn't get taken out twice in a single race by Artie, I think I would have taken it better. Karen series, I just picked the wrong car. That was on me. I picked a car that was good at cornering and then went on to full GP circuits with with really long straights and we sort of underestimated just quite how fast that KM was in a straight line. That hurt. Uh, That's five. There's two more. I feel like this podcast (laughs) has become the Jimmy's pain show. Yeah. Let's let's end it quickly, please. Yeah, I feel like we've... We've we've been going on for quite a while. I'm going to be honest with Almost you. Almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Um. The podcast. I don't know why I'm saying this now because it doesn't change. Like they can't hear me right now, and I know Odd's going to get upset because he's going to be like, "Where's my podcast?" And I'm going to be like, "It's going to be up in the morning." It, obviously, he doesn't. He can't hear me right now. Doesn't matter if I tell him now. <laughs> it's going to be up tomorrow morning and not tonight. He's not going to know that until he's listening to it tomorrow morning after complaining about where's his podcast because he did complain in good time asking where his podcast was. Yes, so, you were half an hour late to showing up to record. Yes, because I finished uh, work late because I, well, my boss got COVID so I had to go do the work he was meant to do. Uh, is it... Uh, just quickly, what what's it like over there when you get COVID? Because I've heard it's just like getting a standard cold. You're out for a day, maybe two, and then you come back. Oh, no, my boss sounds like he might be dying. Okay. He sounds fucking awful. So how are you going to celebrate your new promotion? Well, <laughs> first thing I'm going to do is hide the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could say the first thing I'm going to do is make love to my wife and then I could get back on the sexual assault train. Nope, nope. Definitely need to find the evidence first. (laughs) 
There's no do you do these things in Jimmy. You don't celebrate until you've definitely gotten away with it. And then what? When you get home, you're going to put on a Daniel Ricardo mask, and <laughs> that's that's how you make life, make love, isn't it? <laughs> that's 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 what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, by Seth. That's 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 how it works, isn't it? That's you put on Daniel Ricardo mask, and <laughs> lady becomes aroused. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that's not how that works. Uh, no, mate, you, you just got lucky. You've got a wife who, I don't know if she watches Formula One religiously. I got no idea, but she at least has some interest. Nah, she, she can she, name she enjoy- more than two drivers. She she enjoys F1. She puts effort into learning the drivers' names, teams, and all that. So. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd get very, very lucky in that regard. Yeah, I I showed my girlfriend the F1 drivers, and she goes, wow, none of them are even that good looking. <laughs> Did you quickly bring up a picture of Nico Rosberg? Does Barbie take your fancy? I didn't, actually. That's a, that's a very good point. Oh, did you show Nico Hulkenberg? That's a man with life. I was going to go Nicky Lauder. <laughs> Post accident. Yeah, what do you think of this? <laughs> Bacon fresh. <laughs> if you want someone with a jawline, you've got to go David Coulthard. Though. Anyway, we should wrap this up. This is almost a ninety-minute podcast. We're sorry. Oh, we're God, sorry. We're so yeah, we we can apologise all we like. It's going to keep happening. <laughs> hey, because we're... more content. Yeah, we, we don't. Keep... We we don't have our little notes thing where we actually have a list of things we will talk about and that's what we stick to anymore. So it's just tangent because we couldn't even tell the jokes in that either. So <laughs> we we were funny. We were funny slightly. We 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 made ourselves laugh because we'd be <laughs> hilarious. That's that's all that counts. Fuck yeah. everyone else. Yeah, Stez has switched off when we started talking about all the meats you could eat. So we've lost Stez. We lost Odd when we said everything, Facebook and stuff. So (laughs) I was going the politics. (laughs) So what? Only Axie's listening. We we gained we gained Axie back outside. Uh, We said nice things about Max Verstappen. So yeah, and we told him he's welcome in the UK (laughs) until Christmas Eve. As long as, as as long as he drives a lorry, <laughs> then he can fuck off back. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I have to go back to Holland where weed and prostitutes are legal. Oh no. I get the feeling he's, he's <laughs> take one your of those, clogs and get out. <laughs> he's one of those happily married men. Does that exist in Holland? I think so. I, d- I don't. Like he might not be happily married. I might be making assumptions about Axie right now. That's he. he that, that's that's fucking, an oxymoron, though, isn't it? He might happily fuck, married. He might fucking hate his wife. <laughs> so does every other bloke. Uh, I will. Uh, I will finish off with one of the quotes about marriage that I I like best. A woman marries a man hoping he will change, but he doesn't. And a man marries a woman hoping she won't change, but she does. I love the fact that you're making quotes about marriage and you're not even married. But I feel like I'm married, mate. I 
to look forward to your wedding pictures. <laughs> I've gained all the weight. <laughs> That's halfway to being married, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I put some weight on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyway, let's leave yeah. it there before we make we this a fucking two-hour special. Yeah, we are. Well, we've got t- twenty-five episodes next week. Yes. Yeah. What are we? What are we going to do? We're well. You said about reviewing um, my past spelling mistakes. Yes. Yeah. No. I will need to do that. I'll get my laptop back for that one. I will do the entire thing naked. It's a podcast, so you, you can't see, but. There you go. It's part of my celebration of 25. Okay, yeah. Well, okay, naked podcast. <laughs> you have to do something as well. What can you do? Uh, judge you for being naked? No, you you should... Uh... M- masturbate? No, you should replace yourself with Sam. Sam will host the podcast next week. Oh, 25th episode, Sam episode. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, I can only go well. So tune in next week. Give us money. We're sorry if we offended you, but like, not really. Uh, and we'll get to the rest of you next week. Yeah, yeah. For anyone we've missed, there will be offence given. <laughs> if the uh, if the Schumacher skiing joke doesn't get you, we're just going to have to try harder. Yeah. Well, we've had Schumacher skiing, Nikki Lauder's um, bacon face. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, we could finish off with why Ayrton Senna would be no good at NASCAR. Ah, very good. <laughs> anyway, let's end this now. Yes, Roland Ratzenberger was was looking at playing the head of the horseman. Anyway, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going bad. Right, good night, everyone. <laughs> it's been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>